fiscal update is a compilation of brief news articles published by the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency throughout each month. The articles cover actions taken at meetings of state boards and commissions, news releases from state agencies, updates on the status of the state budget, reports on audits of state and local government, and other items of interest to legislators and their constituents. If you would like to receive email notifications when individual fiscal update articles are published, please go to www.legis.iowa.gov slash subscribe. Or you can follow us on Twitter at Iowa LSA. To view all charts and graphs coinciding with these reports, please go to the Iowa General Assembly website at www.legis.iowa.gov. Click on the Publications tab at the top and then click on Fiscal Analysis in the gray area to the left. Under Fiscal Publications, click on Fiscal Update and search for a particular report. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, July 2, 2018, Veterans Trust Fund, June 2018. Fund Balance, as of June 30, 2018, the Veterans Trust Fund balance is $28.6 million. The total principal balance is $28.3 million and the lottery transfer of $2.5 million occurred in October. The total spendable portion of the trust fund balance, including interest income, donations, and lottery transfer, is approximately $171,000. Expenditures to date for fiscal year 2018 have totaled approximately $556,000. The chart that accompanies this fiscal update shows the total balance of the trust fund since fiscal year 2009. Assistance categories. Assistance categories are established in Iowa Code Section 35A.13, subsection 6, and in 801 Iowa Administrative Code 14. Examples of permissible expenditures including housing repairs, emergency medical care, dental expenses, eyeglasses, hearing aids, prescriptions, automobile repair, and other items. A recent Map of the Week Iowa Veterans Trust Fund presents award data from the annual report submitted by the Commission on Veterans Affairs. Additional information on historical income and expenditures can be found in the Issue Review Overview of Iowa Veterans Programs. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Kent Ohms, Legislative Analyst 3 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-971-7053. To see the chart that accompanies this article, go to the Iowa General Assembly website at www.legis.iowa.gov. Click on the Publications tab, then click on Fiscal Analysis in the gray area to the left. Next, under the heading Fiscal Publications, click on Fiscal Update and go to the PDF titled Veterans Trust Fund, June 2018. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, July 2, 2018. Iowa Public Information Board Meeting, June 2018. The Iowa Public Information Board, IPIB, met on June 21, 2018 at the Wallace Building in Des Moines. The board briefly discussed the enactment of Fiscal Year 2019 Administration and Regulation Appropriations Act and funds appropriated to the board for an attorney to position. The board took the following actions. Accepted cases. The board considered a formal complaint against the Iowa Department of Human Services, DHS, under Iowa Code Chapter 22. The complainant alleged that the DHS refused to release a copy of a settlement document between a person receiving Medicaid services through a contracted private provider, Amerigroup, and the state of Iowa, 
which was requested by Jason Clayworth, a reporter for the Des Moines Register. Dismissed cases. The board dismissed four complaint allegations. The board found that the dismissed cases were legally insufficient. Withdrawn complaints. One complaint was withdrawn by the complainant and required no action from the board. And case statistics. The board received an update on the total number of complaints received in May 2018. The board received eight formal complaints, two advisory opinions, three informal complaints, 37 informal requests, and six miscellaneous requests. According to data collected by the board, 11% of these requests were filed by the media, 46% were filed by citizens, and 43% were filed by governmental entities. The board's next meeting will be held on July 19, 2018 at 1 p.m. at the Wallace Building in Des Moines. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Angel Banks Adams, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6301. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, July 2, 2018. Iowa Lottery Board Meeting, June 2018. The Iowa Lottery Board met on June 20, 2018 at the Iowa Lottery Authority Headquarters in Clive. Actions. The board received financial, marketing, security, IT systems, external relations, and legal quarterly reports. The board approved a notice of intent to award related to the instant ticket printing request for proposals. Presentation. Mary Neubauer, Legislative Liaison, and Rob Porter, Legal Counsel for the Iowa Lottery, gave a presentation on the Murphy v. NCAA U.S. Supreme Court decision on how sports betting in Iowa could potentially be implemented if legalized. Financial update. Brenda Nye, Chief Financial Officer of the Iowa Lottery Authority, presented an overview of the current standing of financial resources for the fiscal year 2018 budget period. The Lottery Board was informed that total proceeds to date from fiscal year 2018 lottery sales are calculated to be approximately $70.2 million. A total of $67.7 million is projected to be transferred to the State General Fund by the close of fiscal year 2018, and $68.6 million is projected to be transferred to the state general fund in fiscal year 2019. A $2.5 million transfer to the Veterans Trust Fund is also expected in fiscal year 2018 and fiscal year 2019. Personnel Recommendation The board approved the recommendation of Michael Conroy to succeed Brenda Nye as Chief Financial Officer of the Iowa Lottery Authority. The next Iowa Lottery Board meeting will be held in July 2018 at the Lottery Headquarters in Clive. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Angel Banks Adams, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6301. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, July 2, 2018. Executive Council Meeting, July 2, 2018. The Executive Council met on Monday, July 2, 2018. The following are highlighted agenda items approved by the Council. On behalf of the Department of Human Services, Christy Templeton presented three requests for a resolution of funds totaling $400,000 pursuant to Iowa Code Section 29C.20A regarding the Governor's proclamation of a state disaster emergency for Cherokee, Clay, Dickinson, Emmett, Kosuth, Lyon, Osceola, Palo Alto, Scott, Story, Hancock, Humboldt, Plymouth, Sioux, Winnebago, and Webster Counties. 
These counties suffered damage from severe storms in June 2018. The council unanimously approved this request. The council also unanimously approved a resolution of funds totaling $100,000 for disaster case management training. The council approved a five-year lease between the Department of Natural Resources and the Consolidated Grain and Barge Company located in Clayton County, expiring on June 30, 2023. Lease costs total $27,515 annually. And the council also unanimously approved payment of two cost items totaling approximately $500. This includes a payment of approximately $200 from the unclaimed property fund for legal fees regarding unclaimed property probate matters and a payment of approximately $300 for legal matters to be made from the Tobacco Settlement Authority. State Board of Canvas. Upon adjournment of the Executive Council meeting, the State Board of Canvas met to discuss the recent primary election held on June 5, 2018. The State Board of Canvas verified the primary election results and voted unanimously to adopt the canvas of the votes as tabulated. The next meeting has not been scheduled at this time. Additional information is available from the Legislative Services Agency upon request. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Christine Meckler, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-250-0458. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, July 13, 2018. Transportation Commission Meeting, July 2018. Ames. The Transportation Commission met on July 10, 2018 in Ames. The following topics were covered. Election of officers. The commission elected Kathy Fearman as chairperson and Tom Riley as vice chairperson of the Transportation Commission. Administrative rules. The commission discussed and approved the following rulemaking. 761 Iowa Administrative Code 401 Special Registration Plates. Public Transit Infrastructure Grant Program. The Commission approved approximately $1.7 million in funding to support five public transit projects. Grants are funded by appropriations from the Rebuild Iowa Infrastructure Fund. During the 2018 legislative session, the General Assembly appropriated $1.5 million for vertical infrastructure for public transit. Public Transit Infrastructure Grants. Sioux City Transit Security Camera System, $195,064. Cyride Ames Bus Wash and HVAC System, $517,042. DART Des Moines Update Electrical Distribution System, $92,500. Region 8 Dubuque New Bus Storage Facility, Earlville, $329,000. And Region 15 Ottumwa New Bus Storage Facility, $525,000. FFY 2018 Transit Program. The Commission approved approximately $11.6 million in grants from federal funding to purchase 99 vehicles for 26 different transit agencies. Funds are granted through the Federal Transit Administration's Bus and Bus Facilities Formula and discretionary programs as well as the Federal Highway Administration's Congestion Mitigation and Air Quality Improvement, CMAQ, program. Linking Iowa's Freight Transportation System, or LIFTS, program. The Commission approved $2.5 million in funding for five projects under the LIFTS program. The program provides funding for freight intermodal or freight rail projects that have economic and public benefit. 
Grants funded by the program come from the National Highway Freight Program, NHFP, a federal program under the Fixing America's Surface Transportation, or FAST, Act. Up to 10% of the annual federal allocation each year can be spent on freight rail and freight intermodal projects. Lifts program grants, Garner, Garner Industry Track, $1,112,068, Sarah Gordo County Liquid Transload, $184,000, Clayton CP Unit Train Hall Road Bridge, $513,012, Moravia, Moravia Rail Propane, $497,000, and Keokuk KJRY Yard Expansion, $222,851. The next meeting of the commission is scheduled for August 14th. The commission will hold a public input meeting following its business meeting in Clinton. Public officials, interest groups, and individuals are encouraged to address the commission on transportation-related topics in Iowa. For more information or to obtain a scheduled time on the agenda, contact the Department of Transportation. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Michael Guansi, Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-729-7755. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, July 13, 2018, Iowa Finance Authority Board Meeting. The Iowa Finance Authority, IFA, Board met on July 11, 2018. The Board took the following actions authorized the IFA staff to enter into an engagement with E.D. Bailey to perform a forensic audit back to January 1, 2011 to comply with the provision of House File 2493, Fiscal Year 2019 Economic Development Appropriations Act. E.D. Bailey estimates the fees to range from $60,000 to $75,000. Authorized administrative rules for the Home and Community-Based Services Rent Subsidy Program to allow the program to be used for a home owned by a family member. Authorized the creation of a waiting list of eligible projects for the 2018 Low Income Housing Tax Credit Program 9% Qualified Allocation Plan and further authorized the IFA staff to offer awards of available funds to projects on the list. Authorized the amendment of a resolution that authorized the issuance of an amount not to exceed $43 million in IFA private college facility revenue bonds issued in 2016 for a co-college project in Cedar Rapids, authorized the issuance of an amount not to exceed $380 million in IFA revenue bonds for the Life Space Communities Project. The bonds will be used to make improvements to facilities in Illinois, Minnesota, and Pennsylvania. Authorized administrative rules for the 2019 Low Income Housing Tax Credit Program 4% and 9% qualified allocation plans. Awarded $50,000 each in state housing trust fund grants to assist in the construction of Habitat for Humanity homes in Pella and Hall, Iowa. The funding is made available through the state housing trust funds project-based housing program. The program provides financing for the development of affordable single-family and multifamily housing units and received financial reports from IFA staff. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Ron Robinson, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6256. Fiscal update, Fiscal Services Division, July 16, 2018, Iowa Racing and Gaming Commission meeting, July 12, 2018. 
the Iowa Racing and Gaming Commission, IRGC, met on July 12, 2018 at Prairie Meadows Casino and Hotel. The board took the following action. Administrative Rules Brian Ohorilko, Administrator of the Racing and Gaming Commission, presented several administrative rule changes for which the Commission has filed a notice of intended action. The rule makings primarily implement changes brought about by House File 2349 Excluded Gamblers Racing and Gaming Commission Regulation Act and House File 2439 Horses Native to State and Unclaimed Winnings Act. Both pieces of legislation were passed during the 2018 legislative session. Audit results. The Commission also heard reviews of annual financial audits of various Iowa Horsemen's Associations, including the Iowa Horsemen's Benevolent and Protective Association Trust, IHBPA, Iowa Quarter Horse Racing Enterprises, and the Iowa Harness Racing Association. All three entities reported positive audit results. John Moss, Executive Director of the IHBPA, referred to the association's relationship with the Iowa Greyhound Association, stating that the relationship continues to be mutually beneficial. Contract Approval The Commission also approved multiple vendor contracts submitted by the Dubuque Racing Association, Wild Rose Emmitsburg, LLC, Isle of Capri Bettendorf, LLC, Riverside Casino and Golf Resort, LLC, and Sioux City Entertainment Partners, LLC. These contracts included advertising, cleaning and repair services, and beverage and dining contracts, as well as entertainment, booking, and agent expenses. Hearing, Catfish Bend Casinos 2, LLC. The Commission also unanimously approved a fine of $20,000 for Catfish Bend Casinos 2, LLC of Burlington for an error in gambling tax reporting and the use of credit cards in purchasing gaming credits. During the period from June 2017 to March 2018, Catfish Bend collected a total of approximately $840,000 in cash, which translated into approximately $1.7 million in promotional play. Pursuant to Iowa Code Section 99F.11 Subsection 1 and Subsection 2, adjusted gross receipts collected from taxing gaming revenue do not include promotional play receipts received after the date in any fiscal year that the Commission determines that the wager tax on promotional play imposed on all licensees in that fiscal year exceeds $25.8 million. In February 2018, it was discovered that Catfish Bend included non-qualifying fee play promotion dollars in the calculation for promotional play receipts, which caused the threshold of $25.8 million to be reached sooner, leading to an underpayment of approximately $250,000 in gaming tax revenue for fiscal year 2017. Additionally, it was discovered that there were three separate instances in 2017 in which free play promotion dollars were purchased via credit card and that the casino had allowed this practice to occur since 2007. Iowa Code Section 99F.9 Subsection 6 explicitly prohibits the use of credit cards in purchasing free play promotion dollars. At the July 12th meeting, Catfish Bend acknowledged these alleged violations and agreed to pay the $20,000 fine imposed by the commission. The next meeting of the board is scheduled for August 23, 2018 at Riverside Casino and Golf Resort in Riverside. Additional information is available upon request. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Christine Meckler, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-250-0458. 
Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, July 16, 2018. Audit, Appanoose County Conservation Department and Foundation. Audit Report, on July 3, 2018, the Auditor of State released a report of a special investigation of the Appanoose County Conservation Department and the Appanoose Conservation Foundation for the period of July 1, 2013 through June 30, 2017. The investigation resulted from findings identified during previous audits of Appanoose County and concerns regarding the relationship between the department and the foundation related to the commingling of operations, collections, and disbursements. Background. The foundation was organized as a nonprofit in 1994 to solicit and accept gifts for the development and enhancement of environmental education and conservation projects. These donations are to be used to purchase items which are not included in the county's budget. Findings. The investigation found that the operations of the foundation are not consistently distinct from those of the department, having been blurred by previous decisions implemented by former conservation director Mark Hoffman, the County Conservation Board, and the Foundation Board. In addition, the Foundation has not operated within its Articles of Incorporation as demonstrated by the following. The Foundation is providing housing to members of Mr. Hoffman's family, and the Foundation has collected fees and rent payments for property owned by the County, which were not remitted to the County. The investigation found that the Foundation should provide financial support to the Department, which should administer improvements rather than the Department financially supporting efforts administered by the Foundation. The investigation identified $74,472 of undeposited collections and improper disbursements by the Department. Insufficient records made it impossible to determine whether there were further undeposited collections and improper disbursements. The investigation identified the following significant concerns regarding the relationship between the two entities. Operations of both entities were primarily directed by Mr. Hoffman until his employment was terminated by the county. Mr. Hoffman continues to play a significant role in the foundation's operations. The foundation paid Mr. Hoffman $17,737 for unused leave earned as a county employee. The county did not have a policy or practice of providing such payouts. Mr. Hoffman earned, accumulated, and was paid out for compensatory time even though he was an exempt employee. The leave balances for compensatory time, vacation time, and personal leave separately tracked by Mr. Hoffman were not in accordance with county policies. On May 20, 2013, land and a residence owned by the county in Sharon Bluffs Park were transferred to the foundation at no cost, a gift that is prohibited by the Iowa Constitution. The foundation receives the revenues associated with the use of the property, but the department paid costs associated with the construction of the building and certain ongoing costs. Rental fees for the residents totaling $30,000 for the period of July 1, 2012 through June 30, 2017 were deposited by the foundation. On March 18, 2013, the county transferred four parcels of land within the Fuller Wildlife Area to the foundation at no cost. The foundation sold the parcels along with three additional properties the foundation had previously purchased to a private citizen for $280,000 on March 27, 2013. The foundation executed lease agreements for foundation-owned properties with Mr. Hoffman's family members who were also county employees. 
The agreements specified that the leases were part of the county employees' benefits package. The individuals continued to reside at the properties without paying rent after their employment with the county was terminated. The foundation deposited $10,058 for rent for county-owned property during the period of July 1, 2012 through June 30, 2017. Various collections and disbursements were commingled between the department and the foundation, including bills paid by the foundation that were addressed to both entities and collections that should have gone to the department being deposited by the foundation. Cabin rental agreements are in the name of the foundation but require approval by a department employee. The department was paid $26,835 for improvements to a residence and rental cabins in Leela Bradley Park that were owned by the foundation. And nepotism issues and related party concerns were identified based on the hiring of Mr. Hoffman's children by the department and the reimbursements and payments Mr. Hoffman's children received from the foundation. Mr. Hoffman's wife and private company also received reimbursements and payments from the foundation. Recommendations. The report recommends county officials and the department implement changes to ensure clear separation from the foundation's operations and compliance with all requirements established in state law and the county's employee handbook regarding nepotism and related parties. The report also recommends that the department should work to recover funds collected by the foundation that should have been deposited with the department. The full report can be found on the Auditor of State's website. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Robin Madison, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-5270. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, July 18, 2018, Natural Resource Commission Meeting and Tour. State Forest Nursery Tour. The National Resource Commission met on July 12, 2018 at the State Forestry Nursery in Ames. Aaron Flinkinger, Department of Natural Resources, DNR, coordinated the tour, which included a discussion of the grading room where the tree seedlings are sorted and graded, the cooler area where the seedlings are stored, and the outdoor area where the seedlings are grown. The nursery sells approximately 1 million seedlings per year. For additional information, refer to the State Forestry Nursery website. Hunting and Fishing License Fees. The Natural Resource Commission met after the tour and agenda items included the approval of an administrative rule that will increase hunting and fishing license fees. The estimated increase in revenue to the Fish and Game Protection Fund is $4.5 million for fiscal year 2019 with $3.1 million from resident sales and $1.4 million from non-resident sales. Forest Advisory Council. Persons interested in Iowa's forestry industry talked to the commission regarding the development of a tree and forest advisory council. During the past legislative session, Senate Study Bill 3207 was introduced creating a tree and forest advisory council. However, the bill did not pass. Public land acquisitions. The commission approved the following land acquisitions. Four acres in Emmett County for a price of $25,000. The land will be used for upland bird ground cover and funding was from the Pittman-Robertson Federal Funds. A total of 238 acres in Monona County for a price of $799,000. The land will be used for prairie protection and watershed management. Funding includes $599,000 from the Pittman-Robertson Federal Funds. $190,000 from the Resource Enhancement and Protection Fund, or REAP, and $10,000 from Pheasants Forever. A total of 34 acres in Cherokee County for a price of $91,000. The land will be used for public hunting and habitat for migratory birds. Funding is from REAP. 
a total of 150 acres in Monona County for a price of $95,000. The land will be used to expand grasslands and to create habitat for threatened species such as the Northern Harrier. Funding is from the sale of the Wildlife Habitat Stamp and a total of 7.5 acres in Greene County for a price of $17,000. The land will be used for watershed management and for development of habitat. Funding is from the Pittman-Robertson Federal Funds. The next commission meeting will be August 9, 2018 in Des Moines. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Deb Kozell, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6767. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, July 18, 2018, Governor's Empower Rural Iowa Initiative. Governor Kim Reynolds signed Executive Order No. 3 on July 18, 2018, creating the Governor's Empower Rural Iowa Initiative. The initiative is intended to identify legislative, regulatory, and policy ideas designed to increase opportunities and quality of life throughout rural Iowa. The governor also announced the initiative's co-chairpersons, Lieutenant Governor Adam Gregg and Sandy Erig of the Iowa Rural Development Council, or IRDC. Recommendations will be provided by an IRDC executive committee and three task forces. The Investigating in Rural Iowa Task Force, the Growing Rural Iowa Task Force, and the Connecting Rural Iowa Task Force. The executive committee consists of the co-chairpersons and three representatives from each task force to be named by the governor. The Investigating in Rural Iowa Task Force will focus its recommendations on improving access to quality housing in rural Iowa. The Growing Rural Iowa Task Force will focus on identifying ways to encourage leadership development and strategic development in rural communities. The Connecting Rural Iowa Task Force will look into effectively and sustainably financing connectivity. The initiative will be ongoing and the task forces will work on other issues within their scope in future years. The task forces will begin meeting this year. Each subject matter task force will prepare a report of initial recommendations for the executive committee and the executive committee is required to submit an initial report to the governor by December 31st, 2018. Each task force will make annual recommendations thereafter. The LSA staff contacts for this fiscal update are Ron Robinson, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6256, and Deb Kozell, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6767. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, July 18, 2018, Environmental Protection Commission meeting, July 2018. The Environmental Protection Commission met on July 17, 2018 in Des Moines. The following items were approved. Director's comments. Bruce Troutman, Acting Director of the Department of Natural Resources, DNR, discussed Project AWARE, a week-long project where volunteers clean up a river segment in Iowa. This year, Project AWARE focused on the Maquoketa River from the city of Manchester into Jackson County. The director explained that in past years, the DNR was lead coordinator of this project, but due to budget reductions, Project AWARE is now coordinated by volunteers. The following contracts were approved by the Commission. A contract with the Department of Agriculture and Land Stewardship, DALS, not to exceed $154,000 for the Silver Creek Watershed Project in Howard County. Funding is from Federal Section 319 funding, and the money will be used to support a portion of the salary 
for the watershed coordinator position and to support the project's goals to remove bacteria and other impairments. A contract with DALS not to exceed $89,000 for the Yellow River Headwaters Watershed Project in Winnesheek and Alamakee counties. Funding is from Federal Section 319 funding. A portion of the funding will be used to support a portion of the salary for the watershed coordinator position and to support the project's goals to install best management practices that will improve the water quality and remove impairments. And a contract amendment for the state archaeologist at the University of Iowa not to exceed $340,000 with funding from the administrative accounts of the federal clean water and drinking water revolving loan funds. The amendment extends the contract to June 30, 2019. The state archaeologist develops archaeology studies that are used for projects funded by the state clean water and drinking water revolving loan funds. Attorney General Referral. A presentation was made to the Commission for the referral of the Waltz Energy LLC case to the Office of the Attorney General. The Commission did not vote to refer the case. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Deb Kozell, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6767. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, July 19, 2018. Fiscal Year 2019 Reallocation of Appropriations, Department of Corrections. Reallocation Notice. The Legislative Services Agency was notified on June 29, 2018 by the Department of Corrections, DOC, of a $3.9 million reallocation in funding for fiscal year 2019. The funds have been transferred from the DOC Central Office Administration to the Individual Correctional Institutions and Community-Based Corrections, or CBC. The reallocation provides for salaries and the adjustment of salaries and expands security and treatment as available in both the institutions and the CBCs. Funds available for reallocation. House File 2492, Fiscal Year 2019 Justice System Appropriations Act, appropriated $9.2 million to the DOC Central Administration for Salaries and the adjustment of salaries throughout the department support, maintenance, and miscellaneous purposes. This is an increase of $4.2 million compared to estimated net fiscal year 2018. Fiscal year 2019 reallocations. The table that accompanies this fiscal update details the fiscal year 2019 reallocations and resulting adjusted appropriation total for each budget unit. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Laura Book, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-205-9275. To see the table that accompanies this article, go to the Iowa General Assembly website at www.legis.iowa.gov. Click on the Publications tab. Then click on Fiscal Analysis in the gray area to the left. Next, under the heading Fiscal Publications, click on Fiscal Update and go to the PDF titled Fiscal Year 2019 Reallocation of Appropriations, Department of Corrections. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, July 23, 2018, Iowa Economic Development Authority Board Meeting, July. The Iowa Economic Development Authority, IEDA, Board met on July 20, 2018 and took the following actions direct financial assistance and tax benefits. The board approved two projects for direct financial assistance and tax benefits through the High Quality Jobs Program, HQJP. The awards are to assist in the creation of 39 jobs and are expected to result in approximately $6.6 million in new capital investments. Contracts. The board approved contract amendments for seven projects and terminated three contracts. 
angel investor tax credit certificates. The board approved $733,000 in angel investor tax credit certificates. Demonstration fund. The board approved a $100,000 loan from the demonstration fund for lender close incorporated. The demonstration fund provides financial and technical assistance to encourage high technology prototype and concept development activities that have a clear potential to lead to commercially viable products or services within a reasonable period of time. Innovation Fund Investment Tax Credit Certificates. The board approved the award of approximately $119,000 in Innovation Fund Investment Tax Credit Certificates. The certificates are to encourage seed capital investment in innovative Iowa businesses, primarily those in advanced manufacturing, biosciences, and information technology. The certificates represent 25% of the investor's equity investment in a certified innovation fund. Small Business Innovation Research Small Business Technology Transfer Program. The board approved the award of up to $450,000 for Small Business Innovation Research Small Business Technology Transfer SBIR slash STTR Outreach Program Requests. The program is designed to increase the rate of successful grant applications for Iowa's innovative businesses seeking federal grants through the Federal Small Business Administration's programs. One component of the program provides up to $50,000 in financial assistance to companies, $25,000 when a federal award is granted, and $25,000 when a Phase two proposal is submitted. Vendor approval. The board approved the award of a $791,000 three-year contract with the Iowa Center for Economic Success for the administration of the targeted small business financial assistance program. Financial summary. The board also received financial reports from IEDA staff. As of June 30, 2018, the following amounts remain unobligated. General Fund Operations Fiscal Year 2018, $3.1 million. High Quality Jobs Program Fiscal Year 2018, $2.8 million. And Tax Credit Cap Fiscal Year 2018 Allocation, $53.5 million. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Ron Robinson, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6256. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, July 23, 2018. Audit, UI Department of Periodontics, College of Dentistry. Audit Report, on July 19, 2018, the Auditor of State released a report of a special investigation of the University of Iowa, UI Department of Periodontics, within the College of Dentistry for the period August 1, 2012 through August 31, 2016. University officials requested the investigation because of concerns regarding improper transactions processed by Amanda Shoemaker, former administrative specialist for the department. Findings. The investigation identified $43,313 in improper and unsupported purchases made with university procurement cards, or P-cards, of that amount, $52,897 was in improper disbursements, including $39,314 in purchases made using Ms. Shoemaker's P-card and $13,583 in purchases made with the department director's P-card, which Ms. Shoemaker was allowed to use. The improper purchases included gift cards or the reloading of previously purchased gift cards, clothing, shoes, cameras, computer equipment, and accessories. The report notes that Ms. Shoemaker 
submitted supporting documentation for 305 improper transactions by altering information on copies of invoices from previously purchased goods to match the purchase price and other information for the improper purchases on the P-cards. The investigation also identified $4,416 in unsupported disbursements consisting of payments to vendors where it was not possible to determine the nature of the purchases. Recommendations. The report recommends that the department strengthen internal controls and overall operations. The report notes that the university has implemented and continues to expand the use of the shared services department to independently review and reconcile purchases made with university P cards. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Robin Madison, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-5270. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, July 23, 2018, Audit, Sailor Township, Pine Hill Cemetery. On July 19, 2018, the Auditor of State released a report on a special investigation of Sailor Township, Pine Hill Cemetery, for the period of January 1, 2010 through October 31, 2017. Sailor Township trustees requested the investigation because of concerns regarding missing equipment, undeposited cash collections, unauthorized plot sales and transfers, and improper redemption of rebates earned on purchases made with cemetery funds. Findings. The report identified $2,000 in improper charges, which included $1,600 for four cemetery plots for two unrelated individuals using the same residential address. There was no supporting documentation confirming the address and $400 for a cemetery plot sold at the resident rate when the customer was a non-resident. The report also found that 12 cemetery lots were held in the name of the former sexton in charge of the cemetery, Willard Bushbaum, and his wife. Auditors were not able to determine the propriety of the acquisition of those plots due to lack of sufficient supporting documentation. In addition, six statements from Menards were not supported with adequate documentation, and 35 Menards statements detailed eligible rebate purchases. Due to insufficient supporting documentation, auditors were not able to determine whether the rebates were properly redeemed. Recommendations. The auditors recommend that the cemetery strengthen internal controls, including written procedures for sales and transfers of cemetery plots and acquisitions and disposal of equipment. The auditors also recommended that the cemetery ensure the retention of supporting documentation for sales and transfers of cemetery plots and credit card receipts. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Robin Madison, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-5270. Fiscal update, Fiscal Services Division, July 24, 2018, Iowa State Fair Authority Audit Report. On July 18, 2018, the Auditor of State released the audit report for the year ending October 31, 2017 for the Iowa State Fair Authority. The audit report refers to the authority's financial statements, and it was the opinion of the Auditor of State that the financial statements were presented fairly. Operations. For fiscal year 2017, the Iowa State Fair Authority reported operating revenues of $26.9 million, operating expenditures of $26.5 million, and operating income of $413,000. Comparing the operating revenues and expenditures for fiscal year 2017 to fiscal year 2016, 
Iowa State Fair Authority Enterprise Fund Revenue and Expenditures. Category, Revenue, Fiscal Year 2016, $25,554,537. Fiscal Year 2017, $26,874,435. Change, $1,319,898. Expenditures, Fiscal year 2016, $24,590,099. Fiscal year 2017, $26,461,547. Change, $1,871,448. And operating income, fiscal year 2016, $964,438. Fiscal year 2017, $412,888. Change, $551,550. Admissions. For fiscal year 2017, there were 896,000 paid admissions to the Iowa State Fair compared to the 883,000 in fiscal year 2016. This is an increase of 13,000 paid admissions, or 1.5% when comparing fiscal year 2017 to fiscal year 2016. This is a summary of paid admissions for the past five years. Iowa State Fair Authority paid admissions. Fiscal year 2013, paid admissions, 872,383, change, 44,791. Fiscal year 2014, paid admissions, 863,884, change, 8,499. Fiscal year 2015, paid admissions, 896,433, Change 32,549. Fiscal year 2016, 883,332 paid admissions. Change 13,101. And fiscal year 2017, 895,601 paid admissions. Change 12,269. Improvements. During fiscal year 2017, the Jacobson Plaza Beautification Project was completed and created a district pedestrian, and parking area. In addition, new sidewalks, landscaping, and lighting were installed. The midway area was also improved, including expanded pavement, updated utilities, and extended water and sewer lines. The midway area will be used as parking for interim events. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Deb Kozell, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6767. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, July 25, 2018. Iowa Telecommunications Commission, ITTC, meeting July 19, 2018. The ITTC met on July 19, 2018. ICN Agency Updates. The Iowa Communications Network, ICN, continues to work on a number of initiatives. Phone service encryption. ICN phone services provided to the executive branch will be encrypted. Other ICN users may also decide to encrypt phone services, but it is not required. This change was recommended by the Office of the Chief Information Officer, OCIO, Wireless Phone Pilot Program. The ICN is pursuing a wireless phone pilot program that will offer managed wireless internet access. The ICN will open a request for proposals, RFP, to select a vendor for this service. Financial update. Fiscal year 2018 operating revenue was down $1.9 million compared to fiscal year 2017. The ICN noted a drop in revenue compared to estimates 
due to service level changes for Iowa area education agencies. ICN Carrier Updates. The Commission received a presentation on security improvements to the network, construction of a new communications shelter in Tiffin, Iowa, and core upgrades. Other actions. The Commission voted to approve two administrative rulemakings. There was no public comment on either rulemaking. An update was provided on the executive director search. Job applications are still being accepted until the end of July. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Adam Broick, Legislative Analyst 2 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-8223. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, July 25, 2018, Interstate 80 Planning Study, Public Information Meeting. Des Moines, on July 24, 2018, the Department of Transportation, DOT, held an in-person public information hearing at the Botanical Gardens in Des Moines regarding the I-80 planning study. The purpose of the meeting was to inform the public and solicit comments regarding technical reports concerning future development of Interstate 80, I-80, and the final report, Vision for Infrastructure Investment. Representatives from the DOT were on hand to answer questions and discuss aspects of the study. Technical aspects of the plan include guiding principles for the interstate system, system evaluation of interstate overhead bridges, viability of truck-only or restricted lanes, diversion strategy, viability of alternative route improvements, automated corridors, existing conditions, resiliency and vulnerability, viability of modal options, tolling considerations, and vision for infrastructure investment. This was the fourth meeting related to the study. The previous three were held online. The deadline to submit public comments for the report is August 14, 2018. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Michael Guansi, Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-729-7755. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, July 25, 2018. Executive Council Meeting, July 23, 2018. The Executive Council met on Monday, July 23, 2018. The following are highlighted agenda items approved by the Council. On behalf of the Department of Human Services, DHS, Christy Templeton presented a request for resolution of funds totaling $1.2 million pursuant to Iowa Code Section 29C.20A regarding the Governor's proclamation of a state of disaster emergency for Franklin, Warren, Boone, Jasper, and Polk counties. These counties suffered damage from severe storms in June 2018. The Council unanimously approved this request. The Office of the Attorney General requested approval for payment pursuant to Iowa Code Section 7D.20. 10 for court costs and expenses incurred in prosecuting civil commitments under Iowa Code Chapter 229A for the Sexually Violent Predator Commitment Program. The office requested a total of approximately $19,000 to cover costs related to expert witness fees. The council unanimously approved this request. The Council approved the following leases. A five-year lease between the Department of Natural Resources, DNR, and Muscatine Power and Water, expiring June 30, 2023. The annual lease fee totals $11,550. A five-year lease between the DNR and Interstate Power and Light Company, expiring June 30, 2023. The annual lease fee totals approximately $10,300 and a five-year lease fee between the DNR and Flint Hills Resources Pine Bend LLC expiring May 31, 2023. The annual lease fee totals approximately $1,350. 
The council also unanimously approved a payment of multiple emergency allocations totaling approximately $170,000, including a payment of approximately $107,000 to the Department of Corrections to cover damages to the roof and chimney of the Mental Health Institute building at the Clorinda Correctional Facility. Finally, the council also approved payments totaling approximately $78,000 for various cost items, including a payment of approximately $25,000 to the Iowa Communications Network, ICN, to cover damage to an ICN generator located in Tama. The Executive Council will hold a special telephonic meeting on Tuesday, July 24, 2018 at 1.15 p.m. to discuss a request from the DHS for resolution of funds totaling $150,000 pursuant to Iowa Code Section 29C.20A regarding the Governor's proclamation of a state disaster emergency for Lee, Marshall, Polk, and Van Buren counties. Additional information is available from the Legislative Services Agency upon request. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Christine Meckler, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-250-0458. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, July 25, 2018, College Student Aid Commission, July Meeting. The College Student Aid Commission met on July 20, 2018 in Des Moines. The items discussed or acted upon during the meeting included the following. Executive Director Karen Misjack noted that the Teacher Shortage Loan Forgiveness Program will continue issuing renewal awards for only two more years. The legislature prohibited the issuance of new awards in 2017 Iowa Acts. House File 642 but permitted and continues to fund renewals for teachers already in the program until those teachers' loan forgiveness is completed. Final payments were issued to 26 teachers in fiscal year 2018. The commission anticipates that 25 teachers will exit the program in fiscal year 2019 and that the remaining 46 teachers will exit in fiscal year 2020. The commission approved four proposed notices of intended action on administrative rules regarding the All-Iowa Opportunity Scholarship, the Health Care Loan Repayment Program, the National Guard Educational Assistance Program, and the Rural Iowa Advanced Registered Nurse Practitioner and Physician Assistant Loan Repayment Program. All the proposed changes result from legislation enacted in 2018. The Commission authorized staff to draw down $20,000 from the Gear Up 2.0 Scholarship Fund for Scholarship Awards. The Commission elected Kathleen Cady Mulholland as Chairperson and Doug Schall as Vice Chairperson for fiscal year 2019. Both are public representatives on the Commission. The Commission also approved the recommendations of the Human Resources and Nominations Committee for appointments of Commissioners to the Audit and Finance Committee, the Human Resources and Nominations Committee, the Legislative Action Committee, and the Board Structure Committee for fiscal year 2019. The Commission also appointed Mark Wiederspan as Delegate and Executive Director, Ms. Jack, as Alternative Delegate to the Iowa Coordinating Council for Post-High School Education, ICCPHSE, and Staff Member Todd Brown as Commissioner Alternate to the Midwest Higher Education Compact, MHEC. The Commission received a report from the Audit and Finance Committee regarding the move of the Commission Office to a new location. Executive Director Ms. Jack noticed that the approved budget for the move was $250,000, but there have been a few cost overruns. She noted that the most significant overrun was for the purchase and installation of cubicles for staff as the new space has no 
no private offices. The commission approved the committee's recommendation to increase the budget for the move by $80,000. Representative Cindy Winkler, a non-voting member of the commission, expressed concern that the state is providing no funding for the move and is requiring that the move be funded from the commission's operating fund, which is non-state dollars. Representative Winkler said that the commission is being treated differently than other agencies, noting that the recent move of the Iowa Finance Authority, IFA, was state-funded, even though the IFA has non-state funds that could have been used. Representative Winkler asked the commission to consider sending a letter to the Legislative Council or Executive Council about the matter. And the commission reviewed fiscal year 2018 financial reports that showed the commission's operating fund will end the year over budget by $2 million. The overage is the result of a one-time transfer of $3 million to the Gear Up 2.0 scholarship fund earlier in the year. The next meeting of the commission is scheduled for September 21, 2018. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Robin Madison, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-5270. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, July 25, 2018, Capital Planning Commission Meeting. The Capital Planning Commission met on Thursday, July 19, 2018. The commission received updates on multiple items, including the following. K-9 Memorial Proposal, Lieutenant Brent Cox, of the West Des Moines Police presented the commission with plans for designing and building a memorial for service dogs killed in the line of duty. The K-9 memorial is planned to be built near the existing Peace Officer Memorial located next to the Oren Pape State Office Building on the State Capitol Complex. Currently, four dogs have met the requirements to be listed as, quote, killed in action. The memorial will be developed in collaboration with the United States K-9 Association. All law enforcement agencies in Iowa may be represented in the memorial. Currently, the plan is for the Department of Public Safety to be responsible for maintenance of the memorial. After discussing additional items such as funding, design, and scheduled updates, the commission unanimously gave preliminary approval for the proposal with the condition that the commission must continue to be informed of funding and design updates. Capital Dome Construction Facilities Manager Mark Willemson updated the commission on the Capitol Dome restoration project. The project is now approximately 98% complete with minimal sod, concrete, and sheet metal work still needing to be completed. The dome will have two heaters and two dehumidifiers installed, which will require some additional electrical work. The project is under budget by approximately $1.4 million and is ahead of schedule. Mr. Willemson also noted that approximately $70,000 has been collected from the ongoing brick salvage and sale associated with the restoration project, with approximately 795 bricks having been sold as of this time. Monument Fund. Tour Guide Supervisor Joni Arnett of the Legislative Services Agency discussed plans to sell medallions displaying the Abraham Lincoln Monument located on the Capitol grounds. The Tour Guide's desk plans to sell approximately 350 medallions at $15 each with an overhead cost of $10 per medallion. The remaining $5 in revenue will be deposited into the Memorial Fund. A total of approximately $1,750 is expected to be collected 
from the sale of the medallions at the Capitol gift shop. Major maintenance funding. Bids for window repairs in the Ola Babcock Miller building will be let soon. The Department of Administrative Services, DAS, also reviewed funding provided by the General Assembly for major maintenance, routine maintenance, and Capitol building maintenance. Senate File 2414 appropriated $104.5 million for major maintenance over five fiscal years and enacted two standing appropriations for maintenance. The standing appropriations include $2 million per year for routine maintenance and $500,000 per year for capital building maintenance. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Christine Meckler, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-250-0458. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, July 25, 2018. Audit, Wireless E911 Emergency Communications Fund. On July 5, 2018, the Auditor of State released an audit report on the Wireless E911 Emergency Communications Fund of the Department of Homeland Security and Emergency Management, HSEMD, for the year ended June 30, 2017. Fiscal Year 2017 Wireless Fund. The audit reported on the following items for fiscal year 2017. Revenues. Revenues totaled approximately $25.5 million, a decrease of 11.4% from the previous year. The revenues included $25.4 million from fees and $131,595 from interest on investments. Expenditures. Expenditures totaled approximately $32 million, a decrease of 4.2% from the prior year. Expenditures included $27.2 million for contractual services, including payments to the joint E911 service boards and for wireless carriers transport costs related to wireless E911 services. The decrease is primarily due to a decrease in grants provided to local service boards to assist in upgrading the statewide next-generation E911 system. A complete list of the expenditures may be found in the full audit report. Legislative Appropriation. The General Assembly appropriated approximately $4.4 million from the wireless fund to the Iowa Department of Public Safety to be used to pay the first annual installment on the Iowa Statewide Interoperable Communications System Capital Lease. Ending Balance. The restricted fund balance at the end of fiscal year 2017 was approximately $10 million. Finding and Response. The audit found a material amount of capital assets purchased in prior years were not properly recorded in the wireless fund's financial statements. A prior period adjustment was made to properly include these capital assets in the financial statements. The audit recommended the department should ensure financial information is properly reviewed for accuracy to help ensure the financial statements are accurate and reliable. The department responded by stating that proper training has been provided to staff and future information will be accurate. The full audit report is available on the Auditor of State's website. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Laura Book, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-205-9275. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, July 26, 2018. Audit, Iowa Braille and Sight Saving School. On July 26, 2018, the Auditor of State released a report on the Iowa Braille and Sight Saving School in Vinton, Iowa for the year ended June 30, 2017. Finding. The report notes one finding related to internal control and involving accounting records for construction projects. 
the auditors identified misstatements for construction in progress additions, expenditures, encumbered fund balance, and unassigned fund balance. Auditors noted that the school's policies do not require and procedures have not been established to require independent review of year-end cutoff transactions to ensure the school's financial statements are accurate and reliable. As a result, school employees did not detect the errors in the normal course of performing their assigned functions. Recommendation and response. The auditors recommended the establishment of procedures to ensure all construction in progress, additions, expenditures, and fund balances are identified and properly reported in the school's financial statements. The response indicated that the school will establish a procedure for year-end transactions to be reviewed a second time prior to posting. The auditors accepted the response. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Robin Madison, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-5270. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, July 26, 2018. Audit, Board of Parole. On July 17, 2018, the Auditor of State released an audit report on the Iowa Board of Parole, BOP, for the year ended June 30, 2017. Finding and response. The audit made one finding pertaining to the board's internal control. During fiscal year 2017, two fully depreciated capital assets were sold. However, written approval was not obtained and the capital asset record was not updated to reflect the deletions. The audit recommended that the board ensure that all capital asset deletions are properly recorded and that the disposal of capital assets is properly authorized by the board chairperson. The board responded that it will ensure that the board chairperson approves each capital asset disposal and that the disposals are recorded accurately in the financial statements. The full audit report is available on the Auditor of State's website. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Laura Book, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-205-9275.